Hello, it's Cindy, and thank you for joining us today. We are getting a preview of this month's Backstage, which is a song premiere of Gene Rowe's Animal. Gene Rowe is a singer-songwriter based in Brooklyn, New York, who is also of the duo Robinson and Rowe. Through a connection I made through Maya DeVitri, I was introduced to Gene's music, which is powerful but quiet. Jean's songwriting captures the attention through her hypnotic groove and real-life storytelling. Jean's new song, Animal, tells of her experience with abortion, which has to be one of the most hotly debated topics in recent human history. The song tells her story, actually a couple years after it happened. It details where and how she discovered she was pregnant while on tour in Oregon, the people she encountered on that trip, and ultimately the day of the abortion, which took place back home in New York City. She also adds a verse about her father dying several months later and how that experience of where she was completely helpless in the moment allowed her to further reflect on life and choices. Today, I'm so pleased to premiere Jean's song, Animal. And after the song, please stick around for a great conversation with Jean, as well as Abby Miner, a board member at Abortion Conversation Projects. I realize that not everybody's going to love this topic and have different opinions one way or another or just like don't want to discuss it in general. But I implore you to listen to the song and check out the conversation that we'll hear a little bit of. And if you're intrigued, you can join us backstage by making a contribution to Basic Folk. If you're already a member, you can listen right now at basicfolk.com slash backstage. All right, let's listen to this song, and then we'll hear a bit of our conversation with Jean and Abby. This is Jean Rowe with the song Animal on Basic Folk. I make a garden for our kitchen Start the seeds indoors in March I warm them in water till they sprout Take them outside after the frost All the morning glory is beautiful But it strangles the tomatoes and the chives So I pull the weeds to save the vegetables It's the gardener who decides Ooh, body of an animal Ooh, power of a god Last time I played a And my breasts were sore I went to the right aid in some mountain town Dodged the skater kids at the door There was a protest down on Main Street Gory signs held by a man without a clue I raged in the car as I called every clinic in Every town I would be passing through Ooh, 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 body of an animal. Ooh, 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 
I finally got back to New York City Went to the clinic on Bleecker Street It didn't hurt and it wasn't that scary Everybody was so kind to me Then I stepped out into that April morning I saw what was and what could have been I threw my arms around my lover and I felt like myself again. Ooh, body of an animal. Ooh, power of a god. later I sat in a hospital helplessly watching as my father died I called out for mercy kindness miracle but I don't always get to decide all oh, the morning glory is beautiful but it strangles the tomatoes and the chives so I pull the weeds to save vegetables at least still wintertime that was the song animal by gene Rowe on basic folk uh it's cindy hi back again and i'm very happy to have gene here with us hey gene hi how are you doing cindy oh great um thrilled and also terrified to have this conversation with you mm-hmm. <laughs> um, about this about this beautiful um, and important song. And also I want to welcome Abby Miner, who is on the board at Abortion Conversation Projects. Abby, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Good to be here, Cindy. Hi, Jean. Hi. Jean, I have a couple of like really specific questions about the lyrics of this song. Um, but first of all, can you set up the scene for uh, why you wrote the song? Because it's my understanding that there were years that went by between actually getting the abortion and then writing the song. Yeah, so I guess I should start by saying that this is just memoir. This is, you know, a story from my life. Um, yeah, so... I wrote this song in this past fall of 2021. I had this incredible opportunity to be um, at a place called Pine Meadow Ranch, which is in Eastern Oregon near Sisters. And I was there for a couple weeks writing and wandering in this crazy landscape of Eastern Oregon um, and alone on this big ranch where there were many many cows in the field outside the window i could look out the window and just see this like field full of cows and the sisters mountains in the distance and at some point somebody on the ranch so this is an artist residency that happens on a working ranch 
Um, somebody on the ranch told me that most of the cows were pregnant and that there were there was a, a farm doctor that was going to come visit and check them out and stuff at some point. And I, so I had that like thought just like lodged in my mind the whole time I was uh, there from that point on. And I was also having this experience that I think many of us have had coming through the phases of pandemic where I was like, I'm in Oregon. When was the last time I was in Oregon? I haven't traveled anywhere in so long. And kind of thinking back mm. to three years earlier when I had done this, the last tour I did through Oregon. And I was kind of had this flashback of like, oh, right. The last time I was in this state, I myself had a positive pregnancy test. And here I am with all these cows. And so something... Something about that cocktail of of um, circumstances brought about some new thinking on my part about my abortion experience. Um, you know, after having gone a few years of all my friends saying, "Oh, you have to write a, you have to write a song. You're a songwriter, so what you must do is write a song about everything that happens in your life that's big." <laughs> and I just felt like, you know, I don't really have anything to say about this. But then. Um, for some reason, the final day I was at this residency, literally at like one in the morning as I was like packing my stuff up to go the next day, I had just this sense about this song hit me and I just stayed up late with the coyotes making their coyote sounds out in the distance and just like getting getting the first draft of this song down. Wow. I have a question about um, in writing my questions about this. So I have never had an abortion or have ever been pregnant. Um, and maybe Abby can speak to this a little bit and Jean as well. Um, I was trying to figure out like, should I, when I'm asking these questions to Jean, you know, should I use the word abortion? Should I use the word experience or procedure? So can we just talk about the power of that, of that word abortion? I don't know what you're talking about, Cindy. I've never had an abortion. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but that that word never appears in the song, does it? But we know Mm -mm. what's going on. Abby, I feel like you'd probably have something to say about those different words. Yeah, and I think we talked about this recently, even on the phone, Jean. I I think that word is such a contested well, I don't want to say, I mean, obviously the procedure is contested and then the word is such a loaded word. And I think it's um, so associated with so many kinds of imagery that we often don't want to conjure and that really often is not at all true to our experience. You know, I think when I had an abortion that and then started to write about it a few years later, I, I told myself, I'm never going to use that word. Because I don't want to conjure all those associations. Like, I don't want to conjure the placards outside the clinic and, you know, da-da-da. But then eventually I gave a draft of some work I was doing to someone and they didn't even realize it was about abortion. (laughs) So I think whether or not to use that word is something that everyone who makes art about abortion or who does activism about abortion kind of weighs... um, Yeah, and I think a lot of folks in the activist community really come down on like, well, we have to use it because there's some statistic like anti-abortion folks use the word abortion or politician, anti-abortion politicians use that word like four times more often than folks who are advocating for abortion access. 
Um, mm-hmm. And so at least in the activist world, I think there's some sense of like, well, we have to use it, you know. And then I think for artists, it's a more delicate question. Um, Jean, I don't know. Did you did you consider using that word at all? Or did you just know like, no, I'm going to tell this story without it? Well, you know, there's that old like writing adage, show, don't tell. And I think I think that's what I tried to do lyrically in this song. Um, I don't talk a lot in the song about my feelings. It's like this thing happened and this thing happened and this thing happened. And so the settings are really clear. I don't remember having a specific um, struggle or wondering about whether to use that word in particular because the images seem to flow in such a way that the that the story was clear enough. Mm. Mm. And the the lyrics are really beautiful. You start the song with this like really powerful metaphor about gardening. Um, in particular, it's a line that you repeat. You pull the weeds to save the vegetables. It's the gardener who gets to decide. Can you talk about how you came to use gardening in that way in the song? I am a gardener um, in real life. And... Um, I'm really lucky to have a little patch of green outside my building here in Brooklyn. And a couple years ago, some morning glories ended up in the in the backyard. And I don't know if you know those plants, but um, I didn't. They're long, tenderly, really beautiful, viney mm-hmm. plants that have these big trumpet-shaped flowers on them. That they're white the flowers? Um, the ones in our yard were like fuchsia and deep oh. purple. But I, okay, I yeah. think they come in many colors. Um, and I was just like, let them grow wild. This is gorgeous. They came from a magical <laughs> place. But then I realized they really do proliferate and they take over everything and they want to grab onto the, you know, with their tendrils and pull all the other plants down that you've chosen to put there. And um, so I had to rein that in. And Um, humans are part of the natural world but we also exert our influence on it and so looking out at these cows in the field and seeing how they're part of nature but very much a product of like human intervention through their lives Mm. was just um, I don't have experiences ranching but my experiences in gardening and and that feels like a place where like wow yeah we really are inserting ourselves into quote unquote nature i'm doing air quotes Mm -hmm. for the benefit of you know our serving our own needs there's some connection to um, my abortion experience there Thanks to Jean Rowe and Abby Miner for joining us today on Basic Folk. You can hear our entire conversation by contributing to the podcast and gaining access to our bonus episodes backstage. You can make your contribution basicfolk.com slash donate. Thanks to Ian Fox for producing this episode, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye.